the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More subpoenas for Trump's inner circle. It's just an attempt to distract from the horrific failures of the Biden presidency. Democrats say trillions more. That'll fix the economy. And that's what this bill does. It fixes roads. It fixes your bridges. These are the basics. Bringing down the costs of living for real people. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Wednesday, November 10th. I'm Rich Thomason. The Biden administration looking for lots of infrastructure dollars to solve the traffic jam at the nation's ports and blanket the country with Internet access. Series of initiatives show that the urgent pace might not be fast enough to address immediate needs. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo says it's important to be realistic about how quickly nationwide broadband access will actually become a reality. We want to get this right. You know, it's more important to get it right than to rush. So I think people will see their state putting together a plan. They'll see us starting to move out on that plan. But, but you know, not everybody's going to have broadband a year from now. The hope is to eventually close what's being called the digital divide. The investments in this bill will help ensure every American can access affordable high-speed Internet, which means requiring funding recipients to offer a low-cost affordable plan. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell calls the infrastructure bill a godsend. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew. The Senate Minority Leader was among 19 Republicans who voted yay on the bill back in August. Now that the House has followed suit, McConnell says he looks forward to its benefits in his home state of Kentucky. Many Republicans justified their support for the bill in part by emphasizing its focus on true infrastructure needs, unlike the president's more controversial human infrastructure build back better bill. Democrats will now have to use the reconciliation process to pass that massive $1.75 trillion tax and spend bill with no Republican support. House Democrats' budget reconciliation bill could increase federal deficits by roughly $200 billion over 10 years. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett says that falls short of lawmakers' ambitions to fully pay for the climate and social spending package. The Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget said in an analysis that the House Democrats' latest version of the bill includes $2.4 trillion in spending and tax expenditures, but only $2.2 trillion in offsets. The group counts Democrats' proposal to raise the current $10,000 cap on state and local tax deductions to $80,000 through 2030, with a brief snapback to $10,000 in 2031 as both an expenditure and an offset. The White House has estimated that the increased IRS funding would net $400 billion in revenue, but CRFB says it's likely to be less than one-third of that total. Confident that trillions in taxes and spending will solve the economy's woes, President Biden told a virtual Democratic National Committee event a trillions more for his social spending package is just as important. And now we need to do it again with my Build Back Better plan. And I'm confident we're going to get it done as we as we did in the past, everything else we've tried so far. And we're going to need your help. Your help when you're talking about it makes a difference. After Virginia voted Republican Glenn Youngkin to the governor's mansion, Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett says the hope is that momentum will translate into a shift in the House of Representatives. 
The National Republican Congressional Committee has members working hard to see the GOP in the majority again. Representatives Ashley Henson, Tony Gonzalez, Mark Wayne Mullen, and Brian Steele are the newest co-chairs of the NRCC's Young Guns program. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy was a co-founder, along with original Young Guns and former Congressman Paul Ryan and Eric Cantor. McCarthy is the last man standing, but is pinning hopes on a new crop of leaders and recruits to help Republicans reclaim the House. Henson raised over a million dollars last quarter and plans to share the bounty as she recruits and financially supports candidates across the country. To qualify for the Young Guns program, candidates must reach certain benchmarks in fundraising, messaging, and communications to prove their viability. The January 6th Capitol riot subpoenas of former President Trump's closest advisors growing, according to Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston. The congressional panel is seeking testimony and documents from six more Trump associates. They include 2020 campaign manager Bill Stepien, senior campaign advisor Jason Miller, former national security advisor Michael Flynn, and lawyer John Eastman, among others. Donald Trump is fighting the investigation in court and last month instructed his former aides not to comply with subpoenas from the Special Congressional Committee. Correspondent Jackie Quinn says the former president's argument for executive privilege has hit a snag. U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin declined to issue the preliminary injunction that was being sought by Donald Trump's lawyers. Chutkin says it's President Biden who's best positioned to determine whether to waive executive privilege on documents being sought by members of a House investigative committee. President Biden did waive executive privilege last month on documents from the Trump administration. The federal judge says Congress has a strong public interest in obtaining records that could shed light on the incident at the Capitol. Barring a court order, the National Archives planning to turn over Mr. Trump's records to the committee by Friday. Former president's lawyers promising to appeal. A 56-page event operations plan for the Astroworld Music Festival in Houston last week included protocols for dangerous scenarios, including an active shooter, a bomb or terrorist threat, even severe weather, but it did not include information on what to do in the event of a crowd surge. That's what authorities believe happened when eight people died after headliner Travis Scott took the stage at the outdoor festival, now the focus of a criminal investigation. Authorities have said 50,000 people attended the event. This man's nine-year-old grandson went to the show and is now in a medically induced coma. Ezra and my son Tristan, they came from uh, out of town to go to the uh, Travis Scott concert and they were expecting to come and have a good time with each other bond as father and son and and it turned into a tragic event prosecutors have rested their case in the murder trial of Kyle Rittenhouse in Kenosha Wisconsin Milwaukee County forensic pathologist Dr. Doug Kelly testified one of the two people killed during a night of violence in Kenosha, Joseph Rosenbaum, was shot by Rittenhouse at very close range. I would say that in this particular instance, we're talking about something uh, within a few feet, within four feet or so. He also pointed out Rosenbaum had soot injuries. So his hand is in close proximity or in contact with the end of that rifle. Date from Court TV. Kelly says video does not show if Rosenbaum was grabbing for Rittenhouse's gun or trying to swat it away. Rittenhouse's lawyers suggest he was afraid his gun was going to be taken away and used against him. I'm Ed Donahue. A former U.S. Marine serving a nine-year sentence in Russia 
gone on a hunger strike. Attorneys and the family of former U.S. Marine Trevor Reed say he has begun a hunger strike to protest his detention and human rights abuses behind bars in Russia. The 29-year-old Reed was convicted in July and sentenced to nine years for assaulting police officers in Moscow. Reed, who's from Texas, was studying Russian and visiting his girlfriend. At the State Department Tuesday, spokesman Ned Price was asked about Reed and American Paul Whelan, who's also imprisoned in Russia after being convicted in June of espionage. Securing the release of uh, Americans who were unjustly detained in Russia, that includes, of course, Paul Whelan, that includes uh, Trevor Reed, uh, remains an absolute uh, priority for this administration. Whelan's lawyer says Whelan was handed a flash drive that had classified information that he didn't know about. Whelan was sentenced to 16 years. Mike Gracia, Washington. Daybreak Insider's Andrew Stewart tells us that U.S. food banks are dealing with increased demand from families sidelined by the pandemic. Those new challenges are surging food prices and supply chain issues. The higher costs and limited availability mean some families may get smaller servings or substitutions for items like peanut butter. The cost of peanut butter has nearly doubled from a year ago. As the holidays approach, some food banks worry they won't have enough turkey stuffing and cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And finally this morning, correspondent Ed Donahue tells us that NASA says no astronauts will be back on the moon anytime soon. Former President Donald Trump had wanted a moon landing by 2024. We're bringing the glamour back to it because it lost the glamour, lost everything. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson says the date has been pushed back to 2025 at the earliest because Congress did not provide enough money to develop a landing system for its Artemis moon program. This time, private companies will be competing for 10 or more moon landings by astronauts. There are legal issues involving Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin and Elon Musk's SpaceX. NASA's last lunar landing by astronauts happened during Apollo 17 in 1972. Altogether, 12 men explored the moon's surface, the last, the late Gene Cernan. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.